Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It's like you're looking through a telescope. You see where you're going to be. Growing, getting better. You're not the person they see. Can't be mad at the things you've been through. Because they built your love through. Now you're stronger than you've ever been. They can't stop. Welcome to another live episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. I'm your host, Tammy, and I want to thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Um, We are excited about tonight's show, and hopefully you have come with your lemons prepared to make lemonade and move forward with your life. So without further ado, I'm going to move right into the show, and then I'll get um, our guest speaker introduced to you for tonight, and we'll move right along. So I want to, again, just thank everybody for tuning in. The chat line is open, so if you're listening out there and you do want to make a comment or a question for tonight's show, please feel free to do so, and I'll check that during and throughout the show. For If you're listening by phone, you do have to select the number one only if you have a question or a comment tonight. And the way that I'll pull you into the show is, I will identify your area code that you're calling from and the last four digits of the number, again, that you're calling from tonight. A few housekeeping things. I want to remind you all of our trash can concept. This is asked of our Butterfly Evolution listeners in order to promote change and bring you, help you become more aware of how our mind, your mind, keeps up with even the most, the smallest, most insignificant things. This is something that I used to do uh, with my son at an early age. We would move our trash can, and um, someone told me about it. It's just a way to, to introduce change into our lives because I was one. I'm just kind of caught up in doing things the same way, uh, kind of at that time going the same direction, even small things like that. So move your trash can, and as you do that, if you have family members, make it a game. Make a game out of it. Monitor how many times you go back to its old location without really thinking about it. You will find that you're going to throw something away and there's nothing there to catch it because you've moved it. So when you do that, again, allow, your, allow yourself to go there for a minute and think, wow, what else, what other things have I just become accustomed to, even if they work for me or not, because sometimes we get so comfortable even in the things that are going on that are not working, but because we are comfortable, it's what we know. We have fear um, when it relates to changing those things because of the discomfort that comes with that, because of the change in most cases that we have to make ourselves. So do that. Put a chart on the refrigerator. Play with your kids. The winner gets something. So make make a, a fun game out of it. 
In addition to that, we want to continue to remind you about your thoughts. Remember, if you sow a thought, you reap an action. Our action becomes habit. Our habit becomes our character, who we are, which will lead us somewhere. It leads us to our destiny. Now, oftentimes we don't know where we want to go. We don't think about our thoughts. We just allow life to lead us into the direction that, again, we've become accustomed to, uh, our circumstances, meaning our childhood, you know, where we come from. So many kids, I remember telling kids, you are, you are not your circumstances. You, you do not have to be a product of your environment. So many kids never hear that. So many kids never get out of their neighborhood um, and experience things, even through school. So remember, thoughts are really uh, important. It's really important to, to be mindful of your thoughts because they are leading you somewhere. So uh, that's kind of going to get us going here. I want to, Janice, are you on with us? I pulled you in. Are you there? I'm right here, Tammy. Great, great. Thank you, thank you. I want you to, if you don't mind, just kind of move right into the show. If you'll tell us a little bit about who you are, the book, and and kind of where we're going to go tonight, and we'll take it from there. So tell the audience who you are and as much as you'd like for them to know about the book and, and what you do. Thank you so much, Tammy. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to, to be on Butterfly Evolution tonight. And I'm Janice Walker, and I'm attorney in the uh, Cincinnati area, practicing corporate law and been doing so for the past uh, 17 years. And the book that I wrote recently has come out this past September, not even two months old yet. It's called Women's and Lemons, and that is women's with a plural, S, no apostrophe, and I'll tell you why in the book, but Women's and Lemons, your time is now. Begin your adventure, live your dream. And Tammy, the, the book essentially, the, the target audience really is the, the woman in her 50s, which we refer to as a quintastic woman, although it does have general application for women in general who right now at this particular point in time want to say, I do want to live my adventure, begin my adventure, I do want to live my dream. And the reason they targeted the, the 50, the 50-ish woman is because they say 50 is the new 30, and I think that when I come across women who are 40, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, and especially the company where I work, they may have been there 25 years, 26 years in the children are gone off to college or gone off to, to live their lives, and they don't recognize oftentimes that they now have a second, almost a whole new life opening up for them. They're not shuffling kids off to soccer practice or swim meets or track practice or football practice. The kids are gone off to college, and so now, you know, that, that, that traditional what they refer to as an empty nester used to be thought of as not so good thing because everybody is gone and they've left. But I'm saying now you have a whole opportunity, a whole block, a new window of time, and what you do at that time is critical, number one. And number two is to live life intentionally at this point. Tammy, at this point, they're, they're, uh, they're generally vibrant young women, uh, you know, 50s, that old mindset of what it's like to be 50s. It's not, it's not true anymore in the 50th to 21st century. They have more experience. Their skill set is honed. They generally are more off better off financially than their mother. And so, therefore, with their maturity, their home skill set, and their experience, now they realize 
what they have to offer, and now they're really at the prime of their life. So that's kind of what this book is, and it's entitled Women's and Limits because I'm saying, ladies, if you're at the late 40s or just turned the 50 corner, for the last two to three decades, you have been grabbing those lemons and making lemonade, which they say, you know, when life hands you lemons, make lemonade. And I'm saying now at this prime time, at this quintastic time, to take that lemon, squeeze the life out of it, and, you know, and, and, and have so much more than you ever thought possible at this point because right now can be the happiest point of your life. So that's kind of what the book centers around, Tammy. Okay. And and for the – I know that you said it's, it's kind of written for the, the 50 because 50 is, is known to be the new 40s and vice versa. It seems like we keep going uh, downward with that. Why do you think um well let 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 me ask this first. How would it benefit then the thirty five and forty year old? What could that woman take from it so that when she is age fifty, uh maybe she will not find herself not that that's a bad place to be because I love the fact of the traditional woman the way that you explained that, and I wish we had more traditional women who were um in, more involved with parenting, mothering, parenting, and nurturing, if that's what, if, if they've chosen to be mothers. So I wish we right. had more of that, and we'll get into that a little bit. But what what is it that that 35- and 40-year-old could take from this book to make 50 um, fit better, if that's the you saying, you know, if you, if, you know, even though tomorrow is not promised, but if you live, like you said, the 35-year-old woman, she'll get there. The thought is, as you get there, to not be so entrenched in what society has placed upon you for the last, if you're 35, for the last 20 years of what it's supposed to look like when you get to 50. So therefore, you know, it's almost like 40 you're over the hill and 50 you're in the grave. No, 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 no. What, what we're trying to get you to do now is as you go along with your children, with your employer, with your spouse, with your church functions and all those things that you're a part of, take a little bit of time for yourself now. Don't immerse every – you give – women are unique. And, 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 you know, there are women and there are men out there. But women, they give so much of themselves. You know, they give and give and give, and everybody takes and takes and takes and takes and takes. And at some point, they're on empty. Uh, and so I'm saying to that 35-year-old woman, take, 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 start now to take a little bit of life for yourself, so that you're not giving almost, you know, 99.999% away to everybody else, so that when you get to the 50s age, now you're having to stop and totally regroup because you've done it for so long. So I'm saying, don't do it as long as the woman in her 50s has done it. Start taking just some, you know, that Calgon take me away time. Take some time, you know, away from your, for yourself. Whether it's, you know, some some dedicated time for you. That's so important, and I'm just I'm just telling you, women don't do enough of that because we've been taught that when you do that, you're being selfish, and that's the last thing we want to be. So again, everybody's, you know, you, you're giving, you're taking, and I'm telling you, Tammy, I, I've known women who are, are mothers. Uh, they may be in their early 40s, and they're they're working, they're coming home, they're washing, they're cooking, they're putting the children, they're doing homework with the children, they're putting the children to bed, and their husband may be laying on the couch doing channel surfing that whole time. And, so, and all I'm saying is that see so much of what she does is expected, and they, we do it, and we, but we do it so long and so much that we just, when we get to 50, we don't believe that there's anything else left but for us to continue to do that. So mm-hmm. she recognizes that a little bit early on. 
uh, to, to, take, to take that time. And there are some action steps in the book. It's an interactive book. So as she goes through those action steps, looking at what her dreams are and what her adventure is, then she might say to herself, you know, I probably can have a little piece of that right now. I don't have to wait. I can carve out some time, and I can do something simultaneously if I give to five people instead of eight people. So that, so that's that's what I want her to know now. Okay, 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 great. What is, and I, I want to check the chat line real quick here before I ask my next question. I want to encourage you all who are listening in with us um, for those of you who are, have called in for tonight's show, you do have to select the number one for us to know that you have a question or a comment. We'll identify you just because I'm going to say this again because we've had some new people come in. So I will identify the call by providing your area code and the last four digits of the number that you're calling from. And then for you all who are listening uh, by Internet or online with us, you can certainly just submit your questions or comments there, and I'll be checking those frequently. Um, I want to bring up the, the I'm kind of stuck on the 50 being the new 40 and and and, vice, and going backwards. Um, how do you think, or do you think, it has affected? Um, and this is probably a little out of line with the book. Um, and I didn't. I'll say I didn't get to go through all of it because it, 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 it's lengthy, but a very good read. Um, with 50 being the new 40 and so forth, do you feel that? women are getting uh, to that age and becoming more disengaged because disengaged, for example, as grandmothers um, and things like that. Because I can remember my mother was a young mom, and she worked and did all those things, but I had my grandmothers there to kind of help pick up the slack as as women. Um, so do you feel, do you kind of know where I'm going with that? Do you feel that because of the, the, the 50 being the new 40 and so forth and because we're not really, I'm all for a passion and purpose, and I think we really should, everyone should find that at an early right. age, should seek that. Um, and, and Because if we don't, we get to our to 50 and we sometimes feel um, very discouraged, um, empty, like we don't have anything else to do because we've poured everything into our children and to others. Uh, do you feel that that has affected our community, uh, our parenting with mothers being that traditional mother and grandmothers being that traditional grandmother? Because I hear a lot of grandmothers say, I'm not that kind of grandmother. I don't keep, keep kids and that kind of thing. You know, you hear some of them, but I think that, honestly, from, from what I'm hearing, I don't hear a, a, a lot of that. And I think the people who do say that, uh, they probably were going, to, were going to say that, be that way anyway. Um, because, I mean, I still know people, like I said, uh, you know, as soon as they get 48 and they have the first grandchild, then that becomes, uh, they're now raising another generation. And I'm not mm -hmm. suggesting at all that the, the grandmothers, you know, that are, that are in their late 40s or early 50s should not take time with their grandchildren. I'm simply encouraging them not to see that as their sole responsibility to take mm -hmm. now raise another generation when you just raised your children and got them off. So I'm saying because mm -hmm. now, because, and then I, and honestly, Tammy, somebody asked, they said, well, you know, I, I, I feel kind of guilty because I was asked to, to, to babysit and um, I, I was planning on getting, sitting on the couch curling up and watching Lifetime movies all day. <laughs> 
And so when I was asked, she, she said, I wasn't doing anything. I said, it's not true. You were doing something. You were actually refurbishing your tank, and that's what is necessary after a while. It's almost like if you're in a war and people are shooting at you, at some point you've got to slip into the foxhole. At some point, you have to slip in there to get either an MRE. The, the, the fire is not, you know, the bullets are not stopping, but you have to take a moment because if you don't, you're going to make a careless mistake simply because you, you're tired and, you, and you're fatigued and you don't even realize it. So for, for the, for the uh, uh, people in that category, um, uh, they, they might be saying now, I may, I may um, you know, take her, uh, you know, babysit, or I may watch the children, grandchildren, maybe twice a week, but I'm, uh, maybe three times, but I'm not going to do it every day. That may okay. be what you, what you hear. And I, and I said to the, to the young person, I said, well, you know, this is a thing. If, if you, when you get to 50, people expect that their expectations then become unreasonable because, again, the point is you've got, you paid your dues already. So now you're about to pay another set that really belongs to somebody else. So while you can help and while you certainly can, you know, direct and guide at that point, it shouldn't be your life's mission now to raise this whole generation. Right. I think that brings up a very important uh, point to make here. And I, this could be across the board. We we so often get caught up. I know I used to be a, a, a yes girl, I would say that. I hated oh, yeah. to disappoint people um, yes, even yes. when it meant, like that that person being tired, just beyond tired, and just needing some alone time, I was more into, and I guess that's maybe, maybe people pleaser or something, but I've learned to say no. I've learned to, and that's, that itself is can be life-changing. It is life-changing. And not only saying no, but not feeling guilty about saying no. Um, right, and you know what? Interesting that you should say that is because um, there, I told you it's interactive, there are action steps, and they're kind of, they're simple for the most part, but, and there's a journal that goes along with the book, and the book is, is on Amazon.com, by the way, but there's a journal that goes along with it, and I'm asking people to, act, the, the women to actually, you know, write down these action steps. Um, you know, look at what I'm saying, and one of them is saying no. It says say no aloud ten times, and then it says write it down. Ten times, because again, give yourself permission. Sometimes it is okay to say no, and as you said, we feel guilty, we feel badly about saying no because um, it seems selfish. It seems like we don't want to help, but sometimes you really have to look at what's best for yourself, and um, and um, just say no, I can't do it this time. Or again, set parameters in advance. If, if you've been used to let's say, watching your grandkids five days a week, you might want to say, hey, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to do a little shift here. So give people, you know, fair enough, give them some notice. But you, it is okay to make a shift. Uh, and sometimes we need to make that shift uh, because, you know, it's for our own just mental health. Right, right. So tell us about the women's, because I, I, I was hoping you would cover that part. Um, the, you were going to explain how the women, not the you said not the apostrophe women, oh, and you would like explain. The, Tell us about that. And you know, I like it because people look at the book and they say she, she's an author, and she, that's the best she can spell. Well, actually, <laughs> I was um, I was at an event some years ago, and, and there was an MC there, and he said basically um, he, he was introducing the the guest, and he said, "Ladies and gentlemen," and I looked at my husband and said, "Did he just say what I thought he said?" And we both had a good laugh at that. And when I started saying women and lemons, 
I start, and I, I, sometimes I can talk very fast, and so I was explaining to somebody the concept early on, women and lemons, women and lemons, and if you say that about ten times, the S hops off of lemons and gets on to women. So in, in, in honor of the gentleman who said, ladies and gentlemen, I just left it women's like that, because I said, I'm, I'm going to go with his approach. And I just like okay. it because the first thing you see people's face is, that's not how you spell that, and I'll just look and say, I know. <laughs> yes. it, it does bring a, a, a better twist and a sound to it with, with the lemons being plural. It does. Um, yeah, no, it you does. Know, you say women and lemons, women and lemons. Yeah. And now I'm saying, yeah, and then it's women's and lemons, and, and, and I kept getting tongue-tied with it, and I just left it there after a while. Mm-hmm. So tell us about how did – it's always interesting to me to know what – was going going on in your life at the time you received uh, that aha moment to write the book, to title the book, and how long did it take you, and those kind of things. So, what was what was going on in your life, and, and at, at that time, and do you feel like it heavily contributed to your writing it and the title and so forth? For me, I, I was working on a couple of projects. I, you know, I, I practice um, corporate law, but I've always had just other interests, and I was working on a, a Valentine's Day um, promotional, and um, I, I, I was, would just really come across women a lot. I do a lot of um, workshops at, at work, and, and most of them are uh, have a one, uh, women as the audience, the primary participants. And so when I see people in the company that I haven't seen in a while, I would say, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? And, you know, just always elevated chit-chat. But, and every time I would ask a, a, a woman, what, what are you doing? And I knew she was in her late 40s or just about to cross the 50s path. Everybody would just ha- give me this deer in the headlights look, as if, what do you mean? And I guess I was thinking, but but do you, do you realize that this could be a whole second new life? Because a lot of times now when people are retiring, I, I don't even like to use that word because they're actually transitioning. Because that, you know they'll 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 finish up or finish their time at a company, and then oftentimes they'll go into some type of entrepreneurial pursuit, you know, some business they want to, always wanted to do, or some traveling that they wanted to do. And I'm saying, okay, so what, you know, what are you going to do? And then I, I normally get the, again, the deer in the headlights look, or I'll get the, you know, I just had the first grandbaby, and I'm saying, that's great, but still, what are you going to do? And there seemed to be no plan or really no real thought about doing something substantively, and my thought was, well, if you're 50 and you have and live and you have 30 to, to you know 30 35 good years left, if you stay healthy, Lord willing, then what are you going to do? That's a lot of time. And I'm saying, if you don't plan it to live intentionally, you'll just stumble through that time, and then you'll look back and say, where did that just go? So I mean, I know I look now and say, where did the last 20 years just go? What what just happened there? Because time mm-hmm. does fly. So, but when you're when you when you're in a, on an adventure, uh, you know, it's a lot different because the, the days have a purpose. So that's what kind of started the concept or the thought in my mind. Um, I started the book probably at the end of March, and within a week I had a, a rough draft of it actually because I just I, I knew kind of what I wanted to say, um, and. Uh, of course, after that, it took you know the editing process and then selecting the photos because I selected all of them uh, by by myself because uh, I wanted each one of them to, to mean something. And uh, so by the time it went from March and uh, July, it was at the uh, it was at the printers, and then it came out in uh, uh, September 25th, which was publication date. Mm-hmm. So that was March to okay. the whole process. 
Okay, okay. And tell our guests, um, and we'll do this again at the end of the show, again, how they can order the book and reach you as well. Yeah, it's on uh, Amazon.com, and uh, it's Women's and Lemons, Your Time is Now, or you can put in, when you get on Amazon, Janice L. Walker, and it will come up. It's in paperback, hardback, and it's on uh, Kindle. And because there are uh, like there are 100, uh, more than 100 color photos in there, I would suggest that they're going to do Kindle because I have a lot of friends who've gotten a Kindle to do uh, get the Kindle, uh, have the Kindle Fire, uh, so that they can see the color photos. And there's a journal that comes with it that comes in five styles, and um, that's Women's and Lemons Adventure Journal. So they, that's also on Amazon. Um, and I can be uh, my my email is um, VIP VIP. Falo, F-A-L-O, at AOL.com. That's V-I-P, Zip, as a very important person, Falo, F-A-L-O, at AOL.com. So they can more than happy to, you know, shoot me um, uh, an email. And, and they can find me on Facebook as well. Um, so, uh, you know, I welcome comments. I get a lot of comments, and I appreciate them. Uh, because, And this is the first in the series of four books, Tammy. The next one is going to be called Butterflies and Snakes, and that's why I thought the name of your program, Butterfly Evolution, was so great because I'm talking about the, the just the, the, the reinvention of oneself, um, uh, just to how we continue to uh, transform and how we continue to um, grow and improve upon ourselves until we no longer are breathing. Sometimes, you know, people want to just sit down and sit back and do nothing, and I'm saying as long as you still have life, that's a gift. So we still get to continue to transform and grow and, and look for ways to not only improve ourselves but those around us. So uh, that would be butterflies and snakes, and, and that should be sometimes coming next year. So um, that that's, it's going to be fun to do that one as well because I have the, the thoughts in mind for that too. So Amazon.com, Lemons and Lemons, Janice L. Walker. Okay. What do you think, and as I ask this question, I'm going to check as I ask this question, what, what do you think the um, – it seems to be such a disconnect between women uh, supporting one another and uh-huh. uh, just really, like you're saying, live intentional, in, intentionally. It, it seems like there's such a disconnect, even at, at a young age, of really finding or, or trying to determine your passion, your purpose, who you are, loving yourself. What would you say... The, the most popular reason we're, we as women are finding ourselves just feeling lost at, at all ages because I, as I, I respect a 50-year-old woman, um, but I see looking at, at, at this world today and us as women, especially our young girls, I, I, I see our young girls not really having a role model um, 30-year-old, 40-year-old who are true role models. What do you think the reason we are so disconnected uh, with ourselves and each other? What's your opinion of that? I would say that because of how fast things move sometimes, um, because there's not a lot of time to put you know, your hand out like an octopus in, in so many areas that we pick and choose, and, and I think that, um, because I'll tell you, someone asked me once, a gentleman at church said to me, um, you know, why don't you, why don't you talk to these younger girls? And my comment to him was, I would if they would listen. Um, I, I, I think what we've, what we've done is if we don't want to waste time, 
and we feel that if we will get nowhere, we don't want to beg and plead and pull and, and, and insist that someone someone listens. We want people to say, hey, you know, I need some, I, I don't mind a mentor or I want some direction, um, and, 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 and then you, we're willing to give that. And I think the disconnect may be um, just, the, 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 where we live, the social media, sometimes while it's a good thing, there's always a downside to things. And, you know, when you have people sitting at a dinner table and at the dinner table, you know, everybody is either texting or not having a conversation about how your day goes. So I think it goes back to, you know, the family and family values about what's, what's going on and, um, and, and how, how people communicate how we support one another, and oftentimes we just don't do that like we should. Uh, and so, you know, remember we used to have YMCAs, we used to have these organizations, we used to have, uh, you know, young women used to go to classes like ballet classes, they used to, you know, be involved in a lot of extracurricular activities, but now it's, you know, we've come into a world of tech, the technological age with video games and and. And, again, the, the, the social media that's taken a place, you know, you'll see kids in the grocery store in the shopping cart, and I, and I understand the parents want to keep them occupied, but that occupation has, has now grown to where young people come home from school, throw down their book bag, and, you know, they go right up to their room, and they're on their computer or, or, or social network till it's time to go to bed. You know, there's no, hey, how's your day? Come on and talk. What kind of problems did you have? What do you encounter? So I think that's, that's the beginning of it's an isolation there, and then it just grows as the, as the young person grows as well. So they'll, they'll have a little group of friends, but, again, no one outside. And then the parent doesn't reach in and grab, and then other adults don't do it as well. So then you have then just, to me, a, a bunch of uh, children who, who grow up like weeds, uh, without the, you know, being the pruning and the, do, and, the, and the cutting like you do when you want a nicely manicured lawn, if you excuse the analogy. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 All right. Well, and I, and I think I mean, one of the things, one of the, one of the things that I'm trying to with Women's and Limits, it's not just a book. It's intended to create really a network of women that recognize that they still individually and collectively can change the world, and so. Uh, like you said, it's a big tenet of it is women supporting women. Um, I did a um, workshop in October that, that had the theme women supporting women, and I was telling them, as you, if you can imagine, standing in the shape of a Z, and I was saying your one arm should be pushing another woman up, you know, and the other arm should be pulling one behind you so that you see women as an extension of yourself. So, therefore, if you do that, then the cattiness that sometimes you find in the business, the business place or the or the, you know, people trying to get, uh, uh, step on someone else's toes to get ahead or to be successful, you don't have that because the, my tenant or my premise is if you succeed, I succeed. So, Tammy, I want you to succeed because I see you as an extension of me, and that means I succeed. So your success is my success. So I'm going to do everything I can to help you succeed because directly or indirectly I'm going to benefit from that success anyway. So I want you to go ahead. You may get you may get the promotion before I do. It's okay because I'll get mine as well because once you get to the top, see, I know Tammy. Now she's up there. So you, you have to see it like that as opposed to the other way around. I want to get to the top before Tammy does. 
So again, that just the whole mindset. So hopefully, the Women's and Lemons um, will you know promote that in a big in a big way. Because like I said, this is just the tip of the iceberg. This series, because hopefully there'll be a Women's and Lemons experience, and that will encompass you know all women as well. So like so, we'll bring the bring women of all ages in because. We all can learn from one another. Even the 50th woman can learn something from the 30th woman. So there's there's something to learn from everybody. We just have to be willing to say, okay, let, let every, everybody plays a part, and what is my role in that? I don't always have to take the lead. I don't always have to be the top dog. You know, there are others who can do that just as well. Mm-hmm. And what would be, do you have a favorite um, section of the book? Do you have one that just be kind, of, kind of came your baby of the book? I think, that's, and that's a good question. I haven't been asked that before. I've been asked a lot, but not that one. I think the, the, the baby, if I had to say one, I would say at the very beginning when I talk about my passion meeting my destiny and how mm-hmm. I came up with the, the name of the book uh, and realized that there was a Dr. Lemon that, that, that – um, that basically was present at my birth and me not realizing uh, mm. it and how he came about. My mother had six children, and I was the only one that was delivered by Dr. Lemon. So, the, you know, this, all of that, and I tell them I don't believe in any coincidences, and they shouldn't either, that their life is taking a direction for a reason, and to basically to kind of follow that direction and the, that spirit as it leads you uh, to, to serve your purpose here and to understand and find out what that is. And so I said mm-hmm. in writing this book, I, I began, to under, began to understand what my purpose is and to follow that path. Right. It's amazing how, how often your darkest hour could re- like those lemons. Um, and yeah. that's a phrase we've been hearing for so long about, you know, if, you got, if you're given lemons and make lemonade. But if we would lemonade. really understand that and listen and look at life in that manner, because some of the sometimes when you are in your darkest hour, when it seems so so dark, if you will allow yourself to embrace that moment and dig deep, you will find strength that's just waiting to get out. That has just been waiting to get out, and you will you will sometimes grow so far if you allow yourself to go. We have to go through the pain. We have to squeeze because lemonade is so awesome, but making it. I, I rarely do because I hate squeezing those lemons. It's like it takes forever. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. That's so, yeah. That's why, you know, the lemons, you know, squeezing them are so sort of symbolic of, of trials and hard times and, and things to overcome, obstacles and hindrances. And, and that's what's why, why women are so appreciated. You know, they give birth. They have children. They, they you know, sometimes they're single moms, and they, they just do so much. And I just believe that they're underappreciated or they're not thanked enough. You know, thank you, Mom, for, for going to work every day. Thank you for providing me. And they do it, and they toil time after time, day after day, and, and no one says in a meaningful way, I thank you. We appreciate you. We love you for all that you've done and all that you're doing. We know that sometimes it's difficult, but we just appreciate you hanging in there. We appreciate your tenacity. We appreciate your commitment and your love, which women give all the time, day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, well, our audience is quiet tonight. Again, I'm going to check the chat line. 
is there, we're okay on the chat line. Um, if you, I see you all out there, so this will be the time to go ahead and get your questions and comments in as we work to bring the show to a close. And the same for you, for those of you who are listening by the by phone with us. But final words, what um, give our ladies of all ages something to to take with them tonight and for the rest of, of, of this week and the rest of this year because as we come so close to ending 2013, my fear is, and more more than fear, really just looking around uh, at the people in my life, including my own life, some of the things I had set out to do this year, I'm finding myself um, going to have to put them on the list for 2014. That's okay because personally I've grown so much, but... Tell us something, give us something to take with us to encourage us a bit more, even tonight and, and on through the end of 2013, uh, for women. With the recognition that life is not promised to any of us tomorrow, one of my favorite songs is a contemporary Christian song by Jason Gray. And he says, I'm going to live like there's no tomorrow and love like I'm on borrowed time. It's good to be alive. So for first thing I would say, is that every day that you live, recognize it is a gift. Kurt Carr in his song said, there are no bad days. Every day that you wake up and have breath is a good day. And that's start from there, seeing that. And then ask yourself um, every day, what can I do to encourage someone else? Because once you encourage, encourage other people, you, you become encouraged yourself. You really do. It, 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 it comes right back at you. So seek to basically still give to other people, to encourage other people, to support other people, and you will find that same thing coming back to you that energizes you to continue to do that over and over again. So that's what I would say to them, to live like there's no tomorrow, love like they're on borrowed time, and to basically continue to try to encourage and support women any and every way that you can, because there may not be people that have called in, but I know I just got a text from somebody who said they couldn't get it. Yeah, we, we have they, some people that have have kind of came in now. We got two callers that we yeah. you have. Can we pull those in? Do you have time yeah, for it? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Okay. Okay, and again, the way we will identify the call, I'm pulling in someone from 916 area code with the last four digits of 5767. Call it. Thank you for calling in, and you're on the air with us. Hi, um, I was just, I was very interested in the conversation. I would like to know that as uh, as this book helps women out, would that be beneficial to the males in their lives, the, the husbands, the brothers, the fathers, sons, and things of that nature? And I'll take my answer off the air. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, the answer to that is yes, twofold. One is as as women are affirmed, and encourage again. There's a fountain that that they draw from when they give to others, and as they're encouraged and su- affirmed and supported, their fountain is is filled up, and then they give more. That's number one. Number two, um, there's a part in the book, Tammy. I you know I hate to I tell people all the time I go to church. There's a part in the book I wanted to be a little edgy, and there are some. Um, photos of some sexy dresses and lingerie because I keep telling the women, keep it fresh, keep it fresh and keep it real for you. I'm saying in the context of your spouse now, keep it fresh and keep it real. And I, and I, and I found it quite humorous as I was doing that part because I thought I could hear people going, 
I'm saying to myself, if you've ever passed Victoria's Secrets, you'll be okay right here. Or, or either just leave the pages, three or four pages on, you'll be okay. But I think that, that, that I did that, too, for the men. I heard a couple of women telling me their husbands were, they were peeping over their shoulders looking at their little book there. But I just did that again to say, you know, women still continue to feel sensual, still continue to feel feminine, continue to feel that way that you felt when, uh, you know, when, when romance was alive and in your life, especially, again, if, if you're married and have somebody there because oftentimes things tend to, 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 to go, you know, down, take a downward turn, and I'm saying turn it, turn it back up and go the other way. So that's how it can help the males in the lives on the twofold. Women tend to give more to their, you know, brothers and, and other people, and then from their romantic sense, uh, uh, hopefully they'll give more as well in that, in that arena as well. Great, great. That was a great question. Thank you, caller. We have, um, I'm going to pull in 513, area code with the last four digits of 3940. Caller, you're on the air with us. Thank you for calling. Hi. Um, I don't believe this is so much of a question that I wanted to ask, but it's a comment on something that um, was mentioned about women and the, um, for example, promotions, like one woman is getting promotion that another one didn't get. And, Janice, on what you said was that we should embrace, you know, as women, sisterhood, we should embrace that with, with each other, that, you know, be glad for the other person because, like you said, you know somebody now that's up there. And, and when you said that, it makes sense because nowadays it's just so much cattiness going on. Why can't we be happy for everybody? I mean, it's a sisterhood. Uh, one gets promoted, we all get promoted. And I just wanted to comment on what you said. I thought that was fabulous, and I hope the other people that are listening can pass that on so that we can continue. You know, we can just send that on down, send it like a vibe. Everybody can pick up on that, that we're all one. So if, if one gets ahead, we all get ahead. Absolutely, and and, and I think... It, some habits are hard to uh, come by sometimes, and so the thought is if we start practicing that and people see that we're practicing that and that we're sincere and not disingenuous, I think, again, you know the old song, it only takes a spark to get a fire going. So if we consider ourselves that change agent or the catalyst for that, then, again, other women will pick up on that lead. They won't see us as a threat. Um, they won't see us as trying to backstab at work, they'll know that we're truly an ally. And like I said, we're making an ally because we'll have one for life because we supported them. They saw that support, and they saw that we were willing to put them first. And that, that's important because oftentimes we do, we're just not. We're not willing to wait. We want what we want right now. And I'm saying it's better for everybody. Uh, and it might not come down to that, but often it may. You know, two people are vying for a promotion. It's kind of like, um, you know, hey, you know, if, if she gets it, hey, give her a big congratulations. We won't even say congratulations to somebody. You know, great job. Oh, did, oh, wow, your presentation was, I mean, that was fabulous. I mean, can I get some tips from you? Sometimes a little humility goes a long way. Um, and mm-hmm. so that would, you know, yeah, it, it helps. So if we if we if we vow to say, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to do that women supporting women thing, and I'm going to, um, you know, push women and pull them. You know, push push them up and pull them on behind me. You know, don't both of your hands are always filled with one or you know doing one or the other with someone else with with two women. Always always filled with it. And and Janice, this is Tammy. Um, great great comment. And I want to add this. If we really look back uh, at how 
we as where we have come as women and where we are and, and our, our young girls, what we've been doing is not working. We're so disconnected. Uh, there's not a sense, as I call it, said, not a sense of sisterhood for the most part. And it's so hard um, to feel like it's even obtainable sometimes because not only do you have to fight here, but now I've got to turn around and fight the very one who clearly should understand what I'm going through, why, how it makes me feel, and so forth. Even down to we have so many single mothers. There are times when, as a as a sister, we can reach out and say, "Hey, let me let me keep let me keep your 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 child. Let me it, or can I? Is it something that you need to do? Even if you just go to the grocery store so that they get that time." that you're talking about, Janice, that time alone to where they can reflect and ponder and feel like a woman, a person, uh, because yes. so many women are, are holding it down alone. And, and you know, Tina, it is so true. I, you know, my best friend um, here in Cincinnati, she told me something a couple of weeks back, and I didn't even remember. She often, we go back about 20 years or so, and she often tells me things that I, I, I just don't recollect, but obviously I know she's telling me the truth. And she told me, so you remember... When I lived in that little apartment, she and she was a single mom and raised two boys, two young men, and they're, they're uh, I think they're in their early 20s now, but did a fabulous job of raising two male children. And she told me, you remember that time, I, you know, you came to my apartment and you said it was cold in here because it was a, she had a basement apartment. And then she said, and then you came back the next day with a heater. She said, I still have that heater, by the way. And I thought to myself, what? <laughs> and so she said, yeah, I still have that heater. I think myself, can I get that back today? But my point was, is like you said, she was a single mom, and she worked hard. She she did the homework with those boys and, 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 and raised them. One is in the military. One was off, went off to college. Um, but, but, but she, again, I, I, I applauded her consistently and, and on a regular basis over the years about, you know, her struggling, making things meet, but always putting those boys first, doing their homework, and raising, again, a, a female raising two, two male children. So I tried to support her, encourage her, let her know how much she was loved. You know, I was the best friend, still, still is today. But that, like I said, that, that just goes a long way when somebody's in there with you in the trenches and you know that you can call on them at any time. So I think, and, and Tammy, like you said, even though the book, I wrote it for the lady, women in the 50s, believe it or not, the, 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 the people that I have in my life are women. They go, you know, to the 20s all the way to the 70s. And my mom is 88. So I'm saying I cross the, the, spe- the age spectrum with women because I just reach out to them all the time because I have an outgoing personality, and I'll say, hey, what's wrong? What's going on? And they know that I mean it, and they can, I can pull them aside and just, hey, say, I'll call you uh, next week and just chat for a while. Hey, let's go out to have lunch. I do that consistently, and I mean it because, again, I'm trying to do everything I can to support women and let them know that they can count on me. They can count on me. And that's what I tell people. Everybody who wrote, bought the book for me, I would always put in there, hey, if you ever need me, let me know. And I meant that. And these were perfect strangers, but I meant it. And that's right. where it starts. Heart felt and, and, and that being said, it women, too, we need to do better of asking for help. Asking yeah. when we, when, you know, be, we've just become such a a nation and, and where we, I don't think we ask because, People just seem to be doing their own thing. As you were talking about the baby boomers and, and how they just kind of come home, throw the book bag down. I've seen kids two and three that can play Angry Birds so well. And I'm thinking you should be playing A, B, C, D, and one, two, threes verbally communicating 
but, you know, they, two- and three-year-olds that can play these games better than grown people can. Um, Right. So we do have, and thank you, Carla. Did you have anything else to add? We have another caller. If not, uh, but I wanted to just make sure you had expressed all that you needed to. Yes, I did. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we're bringing in our caller, um, Anthony, 773-LAST-40342. Hi, Anthony, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing tonight, Tammy? Good, thank you. I just had a quick question. Um, Like, from a man's perspective, what could a man do to support, if anything, um, for women as far as helping them with their sisterhood? Oh, wow. Thank you for asking that because normally the men are saying, what can I get out of this? But I will say, like I said, I, first let me just say I have to applaud that again. I appreciated mm-hmm. all the callers' questions, and, and this is one. I, I think as as women try to, you know, we're still trying to, break the glass ceiling in corporate America, and, and I think we would have long since uh, have cracked, you know, broken through the whole thing if the women had worked together with, with the hammers, you know, making cracks in it. But I, I think just to kind of recognize, um, you, you know, that women need to do a better job of supporting each other and yeah. basically as you talk to them and come, you know, uh, deal with them, if they're coming to you for advice and your opinion and asking you what do you think about a certain situation when it involves another woman to basically kind of continue to encourage them uh, in, in the spirit of the theme, women supporting women. You know, have you <clears throat> thought about it this way, or have you thought about maybe talking with her? Have you thought about maybe just asking her to lunch? Have you thought about asking her, is there something on her mind? So as, as women talk to you about things and about issues, to kind of direct them to support another woman as opposed to the opposite. I think, again, if, if everybody just does a little bit, uh, we'll be a lot, a, a lot further along with it. Small steps, but still recognizing that's where we're trying to go, to trying to work mm. collabor- collaboratively with women. And then ultimately we work collaboratively with men. When we, you know, we've got to work with mm-hmm. ourselves first. So then I right. think it's better. But I, I think that's an excellent question. And you'll come across it because my brother, uh, my brother in California, you know, women, you know, he talks to women all the time, women where he works. They ask him questions. So, they, you know, they do appreciate and respect your opinion, and they, uh, uh, they oftentimes want a man's opinion. So I mm-hmm. think that will help direct them. Okay. Anthony, Thank you. Those are, huh? This is Tammy. I've I got a few things I want to add to that as well. First of all, mm-hmm. again, thank you for that question because, like Janet said, so often we don't get that question or we don't have men. Well, they don't verbalize it. Even if they think about it, very few will verbalize it. But mm-hmm. I just say, think because we already understand or we know, I'll say we know that there is a huge difference between men and women, how we think, how, how sometimes we as women, we say one thing, but we want you guys to hear that we're really saying another. You know, like, are you okay? What's wrong? Nothing. When we're saying everything's wrong. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. that's right. But in, un, try to work to understand and embrace our differences, differences, but encourage us. For instance, baby, you got to communicate. You just can't tell me nothing's wrong when something is. Do that in a loving and 
respectful manner. So I would say number one is understand, because we know, now let's work to understand each other's difference between men and women. And then support mm-hmm. and love the women in your life. If you have a sister, if you have a, a niece, support, especially if they're single mothers, but I would say all, but support them, call them, help, see if they need help with the kids from a male perspective. If you have nieces and nephews and sisters, love them and support them where they are while, while encouraging them, hey, to get out there and live your life, you know, Take, you're doing a fine job with these kids, but you deserve some me time. You know, I'll come get the kids. So support in that way. And then lastly, if men could really, Anthony, you've heard me say this on, probably on your show as well, men mm-hmm. have no idea how much influence they have in a woman's life. Sisters, brothers, mothers, if men could really grasp that, and understand it could change the world, just like some things we could do as women if we could connect as sisters and support each other across the board, we could change the world. But if we could get our brothers, our fathers, our our uncles to really understand how your words, uh, what you say to us, even how you look at us sometimes, how deep mm-hmm. sometimes goes. So mm-hmm. those are a few for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great comment. Thank you for that question. Thank you. We always encourage Uh, you to ask that question. Oh, no problem. Oh, no problem. Anytime. I mean, great show. I enjoyed everything you guys have brought to the table tonight. Any comment on any of the things that we said? Any feedback from the male perspective? Um, No, I was just really sitting back and learning, and that question kind of popped up. And um, I guess I can kind of add to the sense about when you talk about sisterhood, and, you know, I guess competitiveness among women and, and how it needs to stop and really competitiveness among us as a race, you know, or, or as a culture because it's just so much competition around us. You know, we see it every day and it kind of spills over into our personal lives and we kind of think that uh, we have to do something before somebody else. But um, I think a young lady mentioned earlier that it's important to understand when you help others first, that's when everything trickles down back to you. So, I know Tammy does that. I do my best to do that. And, and you kind of see the results, you know, very quickly that way. So, you know, I agree with a lot of things you guys said tonight. Right. Well, before you get off, and thank you again, but will you give us the name of, tell the audience about your show and what day you air? Yes, please. Oh, oh sure, no problem. Um, Anthony and B. Fly Show, every Sunday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, Tammy always on our show for the most part, and I appreciate her support as well. So uh, come check us out. And I also do my blog show every other Friday. It won't be this Friday. It will be the next following Friday um, at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, just pretty much promoting my blog that I have on my website, which is www.anthonydcollins.com. Okay. Janice, anything for Anthony before he disconnects? I was just going to say, Anthony, again, thank you for that comment. And I just want to be sure you said your website is www.anthonydcollins.com? Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay, I just wanted to say that because that's the other thing. If anybody's listening, see that we're talking about, again, supporting people, you know, that's the first thing I wrote down so I can say let me go to check out Anthony's website. Here Anthony is supporting Tammy. That's what we're saying. 
support, mm-hmm. support, support one another because this is the thing. You're going to have something at some point that you want somebody else to support. So you, and you don't do it because of that, but you do it because again, how how can you how can somebody support you when everything you ask somebody to do, you said no, 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 can't do it, can't go, can't listen, can't you can't do anything, but yet you want somebody to support you. It's not reasonable to think that that's going to happen. But the more mm-hmm. people that you support, the more again you have more than enough people to support you. And in terms of competition, there are seven billion plus people on this planet. It seems crowded, and it is to some degree, but it is enough to go around. There is enough. So no one has to feel or have a fear that they'll miss out because somebody gets there first. There are enough tracks on the race for everybody to run the race. Whoever wants to cross the line, they so shall cross the line. Nobody's going to beat them to it. They're, they're going they're in their lane. They're going at their pace where they're supposed to be going, and they will get there. So I just encourage people um, from just a women's and women's perspective, women support women, and we support men, men support women. And I know it sounds cliche-ish and kumbaya-ish, but it does work. It really works. And, Tammy, as you said, our community is broken because we don't understand the fundamental of a, a close-knit community today and how it works and how it should work. And hopefully mm-hmm. we'll get back to that as we each individually take responsibility and be accountable to ourselves for saying, I'm going to do whatever I can. I'm going to go to uh, Anthony's website. I'm going to listen to Tammy's program. I have a friend named uh, Brandy. Brandy's trying to get her girl, her baby on, you know, uh, a Facebook on uh, Ariane, I think her name is. But it's, a, you know, for pictures. What's it going to hurt somebody to go on every day to put a vote? That's what I'm saying. It's a simple thing. You're not even asking people for money. So just support right. other people <laughs> when they ask you to do something. That, I mean, that, I can't say that enough or emphasize that enough. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the one of the, I love that you bought the competition part in it and, and stressing that it's, it's enough out there for everyone. And just to really understand what you mean by that, Janice, people think about this, and I'll, I'll use Burger King and McDonald's, KFC and Popeye's, but depending on where you are and what you have there. But typically, if you see a KFC, there's a Popeye's across the street. You see a Burger King, there's a McDonald's. Now, these are the same type of companies. They, they specialize burgers, chicken. You see Walgreens and CVS. So, and they are thriving, and they're continuing continuing to build more, and they come in one. So if, if there's enough people in this world to have two of the same type of companies just across the street, and some, if we want to add some of the other ones that are kind of not so franchised and big, there are more. So when we think mm-hmm. about Anthony and I do the same thing as far as the, the blog talk radio show. I've listened mm-hmm. to Anthony's shows, and I've learned so many things. I've learned new ideas, ways to do this or say this, and it's not hurting mm-hmm. him. It's not hurting me. We are growing together. Absolutely. That's what you're doing. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. So, Anthony, so, I will check out your website so you can be sure of that. <laughs> oh, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Tammy. I look. I look. I actually. I want to make this announcement because actually, Tammy is going to be on our show this Sunday. We're featuring Tammy, okay. and I, I absolutely can't wait. So, anybody, it's any other uh, listeners and followers, definitely um, tune in this Sunday for Tammy. She'll be on the Anthony and B Fly Show on Blog Talk Radio. Right. So, Anthony, you guys I go come to your website. List. I can schedule about that. Your Blog Talk the Radio. I'm sorry. Bye. I didn't hear. 
on your website, I can get your schedule about. Oh yeah, you could, uh, yep, exactly. Yep, you would get all the information. Yep. Okay. I sure Anthony, give that out just one more time for our listeners, and then we'll go ahead and and I'll check the lines again. But Anthony, just give out your website again and all of your information they can get right from that site. Correct. Yeah, no problem. Though. The website is anthonydcollins.com, and you can get all the information about my blog, about the radio show, my upcoming book in January, everything you need to be on the website. Um, the quick call-in number for the show um, is 347-326-9139, 347-326-9139. And, again, but everything is on the website. And thanks again, Tammy, and I'm looking Thank forward to you, you coming on Sunday. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Take it easy. Come on, Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Okay. Well, great. I'm going to check the chat line, Janice, and then we will – okay, we're we're good there. If you would just – one more time, if you'd give out your information again. And for those of you who are listening, if you missed this or write down something wrong, you can always go back and listen to the show and – Fast forward. You don't have to listen to the entire show. Fast forward to the end part because Janice is going to give out her information again, and for some reason you just don't want to do it that way, you can contact me, and I have all of her information as well. But we do encourage you guys to go out and purchase the book. As we bring authors on, I'm very particular about um, who I bring on the Butterfly Evolution Show and the message behind it because we are about transformation, dying to live, um, embracing self, self self-awareness, because the, the the best way to change the world is to make sure that you change the things about yourself that need to be changed. And in order to do that, it takes self-awareness. It takes for you to understand your lemons. We all like lemon. Well, most people like lemonade. Some of us like not so sweet. Some of us like it sweet. Some of us want more lemons, a little less lemons. So we're all different. But at the end of the day, we can all sit down and have a glass of lemonade and enjoy it. So it's about who you are. So support Janice by ordering the book. Share it with other women. If you are part of groups, organizations, your church, share it. You read it and you like it, share it. Add it to your book clubs and things like that. If you're not part of one, start one and make it a read or share it with someone who has a book club. That's how we support one another. So um do that. Here, here's a chance to start the sisterhood concept. If you've not been really supporting people in your life, here's a chance to start. Start with someone that you don't know and allow it to become easier for those because it should start within your circle first. But start with Janice tonight. And if you order it, you know, let her know that you heard her on the Butterfly Evolution show and so forth. So just, just support in any way that you can. So, Janice, tell them again how to contact you and, and all of that good stuff so they'll make sure they have it written down. And thank you so much, Tammy, for your kind words. I, I greatly appreciate that, and I will check out your blog uh, when I'm not on here. I will listen uh, because, again, I appreciate you and what your radio station, uh, the blog station, Butterfly Evolution, uh, is about the transformation. Just appreciate meeting you and having the opportunity. Um, the book is Women's and Lemons. Your time is now. Begin your adventure. Live your dream. It's on Amazon.com, and when you go on there, you can just put in Janice L. Walker, and the book will come up. 
It, uh, there's a journal that accompanies the book also. A website is, 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 is being um, constructed as we speak, so that will be up very, very soon now. And I just th- thank you, Tammy, again. I want to thank uh, my husband, Harold. I'm sure he's listening. My brother, Warren, in California, my, my girlfriend, Don. And then, of course, Brandy Jarman. As I said, if you get a chance, go on to Gerber. Uh, they have a contest for children. Her, her daughter's name, Ariana, but I had to say that because she's a young lady, Tammy, a really young lady, but a beautiful lady. She used to intern at my, my place of employment, but beautiful spirit. And uh, she, her daughter's in that Gerber competition. So you can go on Facebook, and uh, Brandy Jarman is the mother. Ariana is her name. So just, again, just a vote is, is all people are asking for. So, again, support and tell people. us again how, how how do we find that because I it, when, when is the deadline to vote for it? She said it was December the 1st, and she, she sent me all this. Matter of fact, Tammy, you know what? I'm going to send it to you because it's a link, actually, that she's sending. Okay. Uh, we're sending out people on her text, and all I had to do was they could vote like once a day, but it's December the 1st is the deadline. But I'm going to send you that link, Tammy, because maybe you can put that up. Just for and a beautiful young lady too, but the spirit of Brandy Jarman when she worked, I mean, just to, she's always say Miss Janice, Miss Janice, but just a beautiful young lady with a lovely daughter, and uh, uh, to me again, what is it going to hurt us to support her and put a, a vote yes for her Gerber baby uh, 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 up to December first? Really, nothing. Just a few seconds. You're on Bye. Facebook all the time. Anyway. So I, I'm going to send you that via email, Tammy. Maybe you can uh, give a shout out to her. And, uh, if you and, uh, do that, I'll, for our listeners, what I'll do is come back and post it to this show. And if so, if you if you want to be able to vote for this, and I'll put it on my Facebook page as well. Most most everyone that listens has contact with me through Facebook, so I'll do that. But I also put it on this show so that when people come and listen to the archive, they'll see it as a comment asking them to go and vote. So we can do that. We can we can support that and make that happen. I really appreciate that because, again, she's a beautiful young lady. And, again, that's what we're talking about, how you talk about how you mentor your young ladies, how do you keep them encouraged. And like I said, everyone, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of young people in 20s that I keep in contact with. Um, so I like to, again, just encourage them. It doesn't cost you anything. It just shows love, and, and they grow up and respect and do the same thing. So, again, women supporting women across all ages, all cultures, let's just do it when we can. It doesn't cost us anything. Exactly. And it shows love. appreciate right. you. I love you. Tammy, appreciate you and everybody who called in and took the time to listen, even if they didn't call. I appreciate it because you could have been doing something else. Thanks for listening. Right, and thank you, Janice. Thank you for just being a, a support for women and a voice for women uh, because we need it and, and just supporting sisterhood and uh, open invite on the Butterfly Evolution Show going forward for the next books and this one as well. So uh, just open invite. You ready? Just let me know, and we'll make it happen. I just want to, again, say thank you for being a part of Butterfly Evolution, and thank you for the book. Um, I will finish it very soon, So, but I'm encouraging people to, to get it and read it as well. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the sales will go up uh, for that. Give it a Christmas gift. We're, we're coming up exactly. on Christmas. Exactly. We're doing that, so I appreciate yeah. the support for yeah. all those who will do it. I really appreciate it. So get a copy of the book, and like I said, get a copy, give to a friend, give to your mom, give to your sister, but I appreciate the support. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night, everyone. Me too. Bye-bye. Thank you. So real. 
for it all disappears. Sometimes it feels like everything is passing me by. Every now and then it's feeling like my ship has gone and sailed away. But I, I gotta be strong. Gotta hold on It won't be too long Now the tide is coming in I see the waves flowing Out there on the ocean I know my ship is coming in Just at the horizon And right where the sky is Out there on the ocean Oh, my ship is coming in So don't leave me hanging I've been waiting too long For this moment My ship has finally come I will travel to the seven Like fighting with gravity And it's bringing me down If this world is really round Then tell me how It's just a note for you to come around Now You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.